You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. It's showtime. Good afternoon, everyone. Happy Friday. Brilliant to be with you on such a lovely day. Lovely it is indeed. How are you, Bianco? I'm well. How are you? I'm very well. You're sounding a little bit more husky than usual. Yes, there are reasons why. <laughs> there are some not so obvious reasons why. I'm not going to do what I was about to do. Because if yeah, I no. had done that, context. People, pe- context. context, people might have been a little sus of something else, so I won't. Yeah, um, Diego's been doing a little delayed spring cleaning, and he came in, and I'm not kidding, he sounded about 30 years older. It was insane. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me on oh. a Friday. Good for you wanting to be, what, 50-something? How's that for math? I am on fire this afternoon. Well, let's go with that then. You're on fire and I'm, what, cold? Is that what you... We, we balance each other out. Hot and cold. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty accurate summary of us. We should rebrand to that, hot and cold. Always hot and cold. Yep. No, always lukewarm, if you put them together. Yes. <laughs> lukewarm But radio. who's the Luke? Jack. That'd be Jack warm. Mm. Mm. Back no. to the drawing board. Anyway, yep. pr- speaking of, producer Jack is in studio with us as well today. He's such a put-off. Yeah, well, you guys... Such a put-off. There is tension within the team. I don't know if you can feel that, Bayside. But you know what? We seem to always have a good show if at least one of the three of us hates another person. So, fingers crossed we're in for a big two hours But my motto is everybody loves everybody. And I tend to show love to everybody every day. So, that's going to be my motto for the next two hours. Absolutely. And, hey, what a big two hours we've got in store. Never a small two hours. I want to be asking all of you, what was the longest thing that you have borrowed... And then taken forever to return. Like, how long has it been? I got a story about that. I do. Is it the same one? Not what I borrowed, but a family member. Oh, okay. Maybe. Will I go there? I probably will. I think I will. Also, there was an announcement that came out this morning that I'm very excited to talk about. Really? Mm-hmm. What's that? In the world of cinema. Cinema. Mm. Cinema. Does it involve subtitles? Then it'll be interesting. Set for the great there, final form. Carl and Catherine with you in good form on a Friday here at 88.3. Oh, always. Never a bad form at all. Never a bad form. We don't believe in bad forms. What are you even talking about? Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of bad form, though. Yeah. Do you want to explain to Bayside why you're sounding the way you are at the moment? Look, I might sound a little nasally today. It's okay. It's not anything related to an illness. No. I'm just doing a massive clean out of my room at the moment. Yeah. Um, a new disease actually may be spreading in Bianco's room. Well, actually, there's been one in there for a long time, and I'm just sort of what? getting rid of it. Yeah, it's called dust mites, uh. a dusty disease. And it's sort of come into me today. It's I've really embraced it more than I usually do, so I sound a bit dusty. So, yeah, Bianco is very excited. He's been talking for the last few weeks. He's investing in a new bed. New bedroom, really. Yeah, he, yeah you're doing a full makeover. But what happens when you have to make over a room is that you have to pull the other one apart. You need to get down on it, clean it. Clean all areas of a bedroom. And we've heard throughout the course of the year, there's been different developments in Bianco's Renault. <laughs> we are hearing that it's it's a lot. It is a lot. Jack and I have seen snippets of this project. And the, the recent update, which we got this morning, because you're obviously going through stuff so you can get this new bed in. Yeah. Um, I'm not the cleanest of people, but... That is crazy. What what you saw. What I saw. Um, I saw a lot of stuff everywhere and a very distressed-looking duck toy lying in the middle of the ground, hands up, being like, help me. Yeah, it was weirdly placed, wasn't it? I'm sorry about that. I just took it out of my drawers and just chucked it there. 
Just happen so, to um, look like save me. I'm a yeah. plucker. I'm a plucker duck in the plucker trouble. <laughs> Justice for plucker. But um, you were telling us off air, which clearly didn't work, that you were actually advised by your mother when you were undergoing this project this morning to wear a mask because there was so much dust in your room. Well, I started and I was careless, and I said to myself, "No, I don't need a mask. I'm just gonna." grab it all out and start sorting it yeah. like salvos and then that's going to go in the bin and this is what I'm saving. Yeah. Anyway, I've gotten maybe a quarter of the way through it and mum's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean what I'm doing? You've told me to do this and I need to do this so that I can fit my new bed and my room can be rearranged the way I yeah. want it to be arranged. You've, you know, I have to do this. I'm doing it. It's like, but where's your mask? What do you mean where's my mask? Well, you're going to get dust. You're going to inhale all the dust that's in... In in your room, if you if you don't wear a mask, I'm like, oh, good thinking, mum. So I found a mask and I put a mask on, and it's made my life a bit better. Yeah, and um, the hazmat suits in the mail, it's coming. I need one. Yeah. I honestly do need one. I've been living in this room since was 1997, so that's 23 years of my life. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, the actual the next season of the block is actually going to be in your bedroom. That's it. If you want to apply to help me out, no one wants that job. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. No one wants that job. Marie Kondo, are you out there? Before we go to a break, though, I need to know: is Plucker in the keep or the donate pile? I'm keeping Plucker. Obviously, that's a souvenir. I was going to say this show would have been over if you got rid of. I that. love souvenirs like that. I've got a footy show cup, like the old footy show logo. I'm really, I'm like a bit of a hoarder. Oh, really? Just, we would not have known. Just a small one. Gosh. Well, um, we look forward to hearing the final reveal of the room in, what, 2025 maybe? What, when I moved out? It's going to take that long. I'm never moving out, Mum and Dad. I'm staying with you all my life. And suddenly we see the house is for sale. <laughs> Do you know what? Don't say that because it probably will happen. Carl and Catherine with you for your Friday. I think I can say across our team, none of us have a tattoo, correct? No. I don't. I keep saying I really want one, but I don't know what I want it to be. I can't imagine you with a tattoo. Yeah, but see, I can't commit to one thing. You know, I can't what I mean? imagine you with a child. I can't imagine you with a tattoo. Well, funny you make that connection because somebody, Bianco, has merged the two together. I know what you're talking about as well. A lady has come under fire this week because she recently gave birth to identical twin boys. Mm. And she, for the life of her, couldn't figure out which one was which. And one of them in particular needed certain medication. And it got to a point where one day she accidentally administered this medication to the wrong twin. So she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get one of them is going to get a tattoo. So I will now know which one is which. And that's it. End of discussion. But surely there was like a birthmark or like a mole or something well, like that. Well, you would think so. Where you could tell the two apart, See, surely. I would think that you would just, you know, a little accessory or something. Because I've got a friend who's got identical twin boys mm. and she was having the same issue. But then eventually she was like, oh, one can just wear a little anklet or something. But yeah, this mother who obviously was trying to do this for the right reasons has just gotten a little freckle looking thing tattooed on her son's foot, I believe to solve this problem, and the internet has just exploded. And I just think it's interesting. As you'd expect it to. Yeah. Because this is a very rare thing to see when children are born, and then all of a sudden one of them, instead of having like a birthmark or something to identify them that's different, yeah. like maybe they wear orange socks instead of blue socks. Or... Yeah, but you got to know which child it is to do that though, Bianco. Yeah, that's, that's a very tough yeah. one. Yeah. But I want to know, this is just my mind, and maybe it is, I am so not ready for kids, if you had to say give your again. kid a tattoo, what would you give them? Would it just be a little mark or would you just say, you know what? Am I going to do like an Andy and write my name at the bottom of the foot? 
That's smart. Yeah. That is very smart. But you do it small enough where they could erase it if they ever wanted to. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, because these things are permanent. Because people lose their minds now if they get, like, little girls or little boys' ears pierced when they're babies and they can't think for themselves. But a tattoo is next level. Because that ain't going away. It is majorly next level. Like, if you did that, good on you. That's, That's an incredible thing. I mean, the positive side out of any... Of that is that at least you're the legal guardian that can approve yeah. the tattoo. Imagine if she did it when they were like toddlers and they were like, pick a word and it's like wiggles or oh. I love wags. Oh, geez, that wouldn't age well. I love wags. Well, maybe if they become a footballer, who knows? That might be a perfect tattoo for them. I love wags. Look, I've been a bit of a bargainer lately. A what? A bargainer. A bargainer. A bargain buyer. This time of the year, there's a lot of sales. Oh, yeah. And I'm, because I am doing some changes to my room, I've had to buy some upgrading bedding and stuff. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Poor from you. You need to lift. That's all I'm going to say. Do you like how there was like a point as I started that ch 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 where I regretted starting it? Because yep. it was a lot longer than I thought I it was. I saw your face. Your face <laughs> said it all. Obviously, radio is not a visual thing, but boy, if you saw it when she started ch-ch-changes, I was like, wow, I hope you ch-ch-change quickly. Anyway, so <laughs> a woman has <laughs> posted online a bargain ham that she's purchased. Oh, boy, that does not sound good. Bargain. No, and it looked delicious. It is a Christmas ham that she's got in nice and early for. It doesn't expire yep. until the 5th Okay, of well, January. that's good. Wouldn't expect that from a bargain ham. So hopefully, for her sake, it lasts to the fifth. Because we love a long-lasting Christmas ham. But this is where the plot thickens. Okay. Not only was it a bargain Christmas ham, it was only 39 cents. What? For a large, delicious-looking Christmas ham. How'd you do that? So it turns out the supermarket made a mistake when they labelled it. Oh, story of my life. They weighed it incorrectly. Yep. And as a result, she got a large Christmas ham for 39 cents. Incredible. But it triggered me because I was like- triggered me working retail. I'm not going to get something that cheap, but I need to go and buy a bunch of new stuff for my room. Mm -hmm. And I'm a bit of a bargainer. My mum is the best of bargainers. Yep. She'll go and be like, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's nice and cheap. Get it. And so she did the same with me on Monday. Okay. It was a shocking day after we finished our show on Monday, by the way. Well, see, that's the problem. You hang out with Jack and I, and it's going to only go downhill. No, but the weather weather was atrocious. I know. It was hail everywhere. Mm. It was not great weather, but it was bargaining weather. Oh, okay. So anyway, we traveled out to one of these betting places. Well, it was more of a variety store that you go out to to purchase whatever you need around the house. And mum just wanted me to buy everything. She's like, that looks good. That looks good. That looks great. That's amazing. You need one of these. You need one of those. Yep. You know, it's just like, oh, mum, like, I don't mom, need, I don't stop. need, mum. She's like, oh, I think I've got a protective for the bed because I've, from my old, so, well, that's okay. We can worry about that. I'm like, all right, mum. It's just, it's like it. Oprah. Slow a it Christmas down. special. Slow it down a little bit. Anyway, I got everything I needed. Outstanding. And I got it all at a reasonable price. I bargained. Did you actually? I did. And did okay. they actually take it? What do like, you mean? did they actually say, yes, that's a great idea. I will reduce that further? No, it wasn't any of that. Oh, I was going to say, because try that at me at my workplace. I up the price. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't even, guys. Yeah, just like on Mondays and Fridays. <laughs> we think we're going to get good stuff from you, and all of a sudden, nah. it's great stuff. You ask and you will not receive. Anyway. Sometimes, anyway. Anyway, so I walked out and I had two lots of bedding, two, two? two lots of sheets. Oh, okay, yeah. And a doona. And I was thrilled because I got it for a reasonable price. I was 
a bargain. And tell me, did you end up picking the Donald Duck or Mickey Mouse bed covers? I actually went with Pikachu. The thing is with us, we like to think that we're pretty funny, Bianco, but sometimes our listeners are funnier than we are. We've got an absolute banger of a text in. Hi, J, K and K. Rude. I am a crime scene cleaner. Perhaps I could help Cal clean his room. Well, a bomb has gone (laughs) off in there. A bomb has gone off in there, but a different kind. And for people who are just tuning in, we are talking about Carl's bedroom, nothing else. <laughs> That's it. If Context is important. You're going to have to listen back to the start of the show, which was about half an hour ago, because yep. you've missed out on some crucial details. If you've just heard a bomb's going off, nothing to be alerted no, about. No. It is just my bedroom. No, but I can tell you though, a verbal bomb has gone off this week. What is happening with Nigella Lawson? I don't know. I was watching something on the socials and all of a sudden I'm seeing that Nigella is trending again. And you never know with her because it's either hit or miss. Yes. Yeah. And this one has truly blown my mind. Now, she's had a crack at saying a very, like, I mean, it's a pretty used word and yeah. appliance, the yeah. microwave. Oh, yeah. But then she's gone and said it like this. Let's have a listen. You'll need a bit of milk, full fat. Yes. Which I've warmed in the microwave. Uh, the what? The, what? What did you say? Microwave. What? Microwave. Okay. I like where she's just interpreted wave for worthy. Microwave. What I love about this the most, though, is obviously this has become a meme, but there's going to be so many people now just out and about calling it the microwave, and everyone's going to look at them like they're stupid. Why does she say it like that? It has to be a joke. It has to be a joke. There's no way. The micro-worthy. She's one of the most well-known celebrity chefs around the world, and she can't even say microwave correct. But come on, think about it. That is such a more fun way of saying microwave. It's such a meh word, micro-worthy, on micro-worthy. the other hand. Micro-worthy. It makes it sound like if I'm making nachos, right, and I'm saying I'm going to chuck them in the microwave, that just sounds really basic. If I'm saying no, I'm going to grill the cheese in the micro-worthy... I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they are not micro-worthy of being in there in the first place. Oh, you're an oven nacho man. I was going to say, she probably wouldn't call them nachos. She'd be like, nachos. No, people who call them nachos are no friends of mine. Whoever does that, it actually makes me cringe to my core. Is it just a very posh accent by going micro-worthy? I think she was taking, like, uh, having a laugh, but... Microworthy is now how we say microwave in the year 2020, well, maybe, and why not? Maybe she's Welsh, because sometimes they put a bit of emphasis in what they say, the Welsh. How do we say other now, though? That's what I want to know. Uvin. The Uvin. That sounds French. What about the blender? The what? Blender instead of blender. The blender. The blender. I don't like that. <laughs> what, you like microwave What about knife and fork? Not. Nahai, oh, I wouldn't try that. Nahai and orc. For orc. Maybe they could go with that. Yeah, look, I'll stick to micro-worthy, thank you. Put some real emphasis in the in the fork. Yeah, but are you going to adapt micro-worthy now? 0404000736. I want to know. I am, personally. Yeah, are you changing your vocabulary? Micro-worthy. Something that is very interesting that's going to happen in 2024 is the Olympic Games. I'm so glad you brought this up. Are you sure? That you're glad that oh, I Oh, I'm up? so glad. This is the one and only time I will allow sport banter to be on this show. Well, it's quite an amazing story, actually, which I'm about to tell you. 
In 2024, the Olympic Games are going to be accommodating for a lot more events. Yes. And one of them, well, this really stuck out to me. It's it's called breaking. Just like your brain saying <laughs> Olympics. It broke for a minute then. Just like, what am I talking about again? Oh, the Olympic Games. What day is it? You can just imagine it, can't you? You're going to watch it and then all of a sudden... That would be the song I would use. Oh, I am so excited. I was having a family dinner with my cousin on Wednesday night and this conversation came up and they were like, how exciting is it that breakdancing's at the Olympics? I nearly had heart failure. I've never been more excited about anything in my entire life. Are you kidding me? I'm getting back into the dance studio. This is my moment. Just when you thought you couldn't get any more excited about it, have a little listen to how the commentators go about the breakdancing. We're going to be doing a little practice today as well. Yeah. They look like they've really spent a lot of time working together here. This is my, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm seriously going to roster off the day wherever I am working at that point in time. Let's hope I do have a job. I am going to say, nope, I'm sitting. I am watching the Olympic Games just for the breakdancing. Look, what you might not know about me is I actually produce an Olympics podcast outside of this radio station. You what? I do. I, I In my work outside of here... One of my jobs is to produce an Olympic podcast. What? Every four years you just pop up? No, it's taken a bit of a hiatus because, of course, at the moment we were awaiting yeah. 2020 Tokyo, Road to Tokyo, mm-hmm. all of that. We were waiting for it to happen and it's yep. been postponed till next year, which mm-hmm. we wish the best because we really hope it gets up. Yep. Anyway, one of my colleagues who is one of the hosts of the podcast, I decided to send a social media message to him and say, thoughts on this? He responded, give me a break. Uh, no, you've just found yourself the breakdancing correspondent for the podcast. I am so excited. Like, I might actually sign up for another dance class. If it means I can get into the Olympics to pop and lock, lock and jam and break, I'm doing it. Get me in there. Imagine the costumes. I'm afraid oh. that if you were to take part, I think it would actually break you. I'm bringing a little segment that we're normally used to on a Monday, Bianco, to a Friday. Is it what the actual? What the actual's here to say. Yes! Hooray! And the only reason why I brought it to a Friday, because this is what I'm going to call an emergency, what the actual. What the actual, it's Friday. What the actual, it's Friday. Hmm. Because a man, Bianco, has been dubbed the biggest loser of the dating sites this week after revealing to a potential suitor his method of, of sussing out if a girl is suitable for him or not. Now, okay. I, I don't know if you've heard about this, but after matching with a girl, mm. he told her that she had successfully passed the online pretty scale website test where he had stolen the pictures that she put up on said dating app, put it into this converter, and the internet told him statistics of how much of a percentage she wasn't like historically beautiful. How? How does he do this? We just took her photo and posted it online somewhere. Yep. So he took a screenshot of the photos on this profile, put it on this website where they would analyze her images to say on a percentage of how traditionally beautiful she was. And so he's just casually said, congratulations, you've passed the test. However, it has told you that your forehead's too big, but I'm going to let that slide. Let's go on a first date. Wow. What the actual... 
That's harsh. Imagine ooh, if that was me. My goodness. But good on her for exposing this guy because no. Well, I, I suppose it could be worse. He could have said to her, congratulations, you've passed the test, but you have a moon face. Nobody would like that. No. But the thing is, though, I would like to see. I think she should have done the opposite and taken photos of him and put him through it. Because I have a feeling that he would have failed. You know what? Could have just simply unmatched. Yeah. That offended, unmatching you. Well, what that's a, what she did. What in a the pathetic end. thing to say to exactly. somebody. Exactly. So really pathetic. I don't think you'll get many matches in the future. I wouldn't have thought so. No. That's the way you go about it. But that's so much effort too. Like not just talking to someone, being like, "Oh, I just need to go and put you into my supercomputer to see how hot you are." No. Well, we know it's going to happen to him. There's that old movie, the forty-year-old virgin. He won't exactly be that. He'll end up being the forty-year-old matchmaker. Yeah. He'll be swiping once everybody's moved on. He'll still be on his little phone. And can I just say, there was nothing wrong with that. But if that's the way you want to go about your life, good luck to you. That's all I'm going to say. What the actual? Yeah, thanks for that. Be better. That was Do nice. better. That was nice by you. Thank you. A nice little touch on a Friday. Yeah, it wasn't too aggressive. It could have been more. No. But be better, guys. Yeah. And as for that website, delete yourself. I and mean, if you've got a big head, it's all right. Yeah. We love you for it. Things have just gotten real tense in the studio because producer Jack has just sat in front of a microphone, which is never good. No. Hi, team. Hi, Jack. How are you? I'm well, Carl. How are you? I am well, thanks for asking. Very good. So kind of you, old chap. So he's calling me old right off the bat. This is great. (laughs) Well, you are the oldest in the team. Thanks for pointing that out. You are most welcome. So why have you got me in here? Well, I watched something from Alan Chatty Man Carr. Mm -hmm. Love him, by the way. He comes up with some remarkable things. Anyway, he's come up with a game on his massive show extravaganza. I don't know what he calls it. Chatty Man. Something. No, but it's not Chatty Man. It's or maybe it is. Yes, Chatty Man. Okay, maybe it is Chatty Man. Anyway, the the actual game on the show that he plays, he gets contestants, people from the crowd, to come up. He speaks to them for. He tries to speak to them for a whole minute. And the aim of the game is the person that he's talking to can't say yeah or nah. I hate this already. For a minute. I hate and this already. And if they do, then they fail the task. So I thought, wow, this is such a great game. I th- maybe we could give it a go on air and see how we go with this. Nah. Well, you've already failed. <laughs> so Jack's going to be the judge. Okay. We're going to ask each other a series of questions. Okay. And see if we can last 60 seconds without saying yeah or nah as a response. If we do, then we fail. Okay. Can you just do me a favor? Don't swear if you get it wrong. Because yes. This is going to be a big hurdle for well, us. Well, you know what? Just in case something slips up, content advisory warning. Yes. 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 Let's back ourselves. For the safety of this, can where we play the go? sound effect saying? What's that? Content advisory. Oh, you mean this one? Strong language warning. There we go. There because go. we don't know what's going to happen here. It could just come out. Yeah. And we apologise in advance. If you've got little ears, maybe go and give them an afternoon snack. Do we want some music underneath us? No, no. that's, that's thinking no. music. That, that. It takes away from the high pressure of this thing. Yeah, no, I agree. I reckon let's make a start. So who's going first? I think you can go for go first, yeah, Carl. This so has been sprung on me. I'm going to ask Catherine questions. Okay. She can only respond everything but yeah, nah. Yeah, so yeah. For a minute. Yes, no, yep, no. Nah, what about he- yes, no, maybe so? Well, I was actually going to say maybe, you can't say yes, can't say no. No. Anything that's like, and you can't say yeah, you can't say nah. So it's got to be longer than a word. That's essentially the response. It has to be a word response. Like, yeah, try your best to give more than a word response. But I'm also going to buzz you out if you've got like a three second like hesitation because that's kind of taking the time. And I've got to get through a minute of this. You've got to get through a minute of this. You've got to try to. You tell me when you're ready to go. All right. So the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to do 
both of you times. I'm not going to tell you at the end who's won. I'm, I'm asking, so nervous. I'm asking Catherine questions first. Correct. She wait, wait, to... wait. So is it only going to be for a minute or is it whoever... You have to last a minute. If you say yeah or nah before that minute, that's your time. Okay, okay. Okay, are we okay. ready? Carl, are you ready? ready? I'm ready when you're ready, right, Jack. Your time starts now. Hey, Catherine, do you have a dog? Maybe. Already failed. Wait, but you said yeah or nah. No, you can't say maybe. Why? You said yes or no. Yeah, but yeah or no, maybe it's a generic response. Oh, so you need to make that clear. Okay, let's All go right. again. I said to you the half a second ago, you can't say maybe either. Oh, okay. Right. okay, take two. That, that, was, that was a bad test. Why don't, why don't you test me now? Just while right, we're at right, it. Right. All right. You, this is our test. Okay, Tesco. All right. So, Capel, okay. your time starts now. Bianco, is your shirt blue? No, it's... Oh, sh- <laughs> And you swore. And you swore. No, no I said, go. oh, jeez, I didn't say no, anything. No, you didn't. I'll listen back to the audio. All right, we're going to give this one more go. And if we can't... If we can't okay, this is amazing radio. We're going to win a radio award for this. I knew this would be fantastic. Right. Within a minute of us even having a crack at it, we've both stuffed up. Right. We're going to give this one more shot, and if you're both buzzing oh, out in three seconds, we're going to go to a song. All right? I'm not doing this much okay. longer. Oh, did it just get hot in here? <laughs> Under pressure. All right, who's Carl. going first? Okay, your second chance at this. Okay, right. my second chance Wait, at this. Wait, so Bianca is talking to me. So you're going to be asking Kapow questions, okay. all right? Okay. So, so let s- me just get this clear. It's just no one-word answers. you just got to flesh it out a bit yeah. without saying yes or no to begin with. Yeah, so yes or no or maybe like any obvious okay. response. You can't okay. say yeah, not nah, maybe, like nothing like that. No, okay. Okay. Like Carl, your time starts now. Catherine, did you drive here today? I don't know. You don't know. I really? don't know. Because I can see a car out there and it looks like yours. Probably not mine. Probably not yours. There's really. a lot of cars on the road looking exactly Did it take you long to get in, into that clothing today? It didn't actually. I am very quick and very I'm quick. very fashion focused. What happened to your headphones? I forgot them. They're at home. I'm shattered. Are you sure they're at home? Like, I mean, I hope so. Otherwise, that's a bit problematic. You would hope so, wouldn't you? Because if you don't have them next week, you'll get yourself into some trouble. I might. You might. What are you doing later on? Uh, I could have plans. I also may not have plans. Any beverages? Look, I mean, I'm always there for a beverage, you know. You're there for a beverage. It's 5 p.m. I tell Bayside. Are you going to be eating pizza? I'm not a big pizza person on a Friday afternoon. Not a big pizza person, no? I had it on Wednesdays. What kind of cuisine? Look, I mean, if we're going to talk about it, fast food's probably going to happen because I'm trash. Any kind of fast food that involves burgers? Potentially, but also maybe And that'll be time. Thank you very much. I love how both our tones just completely changed. <laughs> all right. Round of right. applause for you. Should we go to a song and then come back to Bianco? I reckon. Let's do it. You reckon we should go to a song after that? Yep. All right. Well, that's part one. We've had a bit Ooh. of fun with it. The whole aim of the game, it's the yes or no game, which we've borrowed from Alan Carr. We've put it into a radio game. Love to hear from you. 0404 000 736. What do you reckon? And am I going to crack after a few seconds? I can am I breathe say- again. You can breathe. Carl and Catherine, driving you home, keeping you company on a Friday between 4 and 6 every weekend. Monday, 7 to 9 a.m., in case you've been living under a rock the last however many months. Yeah, we're really vi- we're busy, and I'm rattled <laughs> after what just happened. We are playing a little game which Alan Carr, the chatty man, has made famous over in the UK. Yes. Basically, to cut a long story short, the aim of the game is... You can't say yes and you can't say no when you respond to somebody. And you've got to try and last for a minute without saying yes or no. Or anything that's only one word answers. We had a practice go at it. 
We both tanked. Both tanked. Then you had a great crack at it and you did well. You lasted the minute. Thank you. I don't think my questions were really that strong though, to be honest. Look, I mean, I'm not, I didn't think about questions either. So I have a feeling this may be an easy run for you, we, but we we'll see. We didn't think this through. Next time we do it, we will actually we think will, of our questions. Yeah. Maybe we'll write them down. But we'll see. That was a good pilot episode of this. Yes. But it's not over, Bianco. It's not over because now I have to face your wrath. You've got to try and outlast the minute to win. And Jack, you're going to let us know when we're good to go? Yep, correct. Will so. it be a draw or will it be a defeat? We'll have to see. Let's see. Kapow, are you ready? I am ready. Your time begins in three, two, one. Bianco, is it hot in here? It's a little warm. Is it blue outside, the weather, the oh. sky? It actually looks green to me. What do you think about Jack's shoes? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? They're not a great colour. No? No. Oh! There you go. Boom. 14 seconds. <laughs> 14 seconds. See, I changed my approach a little bit. I thought you I'd go did. a bit casual. You did. And as soon as you did, I cracked. You are being so formal about it. You are like, yeah, oh, is this colour that, you know, like, no, it's green. I did. And then you relaxed into it. Mm. And then, it's actually, I bam, did. Bianco's gone. You caught me. You caught me. So you're the reigning champ. Should we try it on Jack? Ooh. I'm so tempted now. Let's do it. I reckon we try it on Jack, but let's All go right. to a break first. And let's see if no, we no, can no. Cra- let's not do any more of this. Let's do it real quick fire with Jack now. I will time it. Okay, Bianco. no, I've got a timer here. I'll time it here. So All we're right. both going to try and put him off. Ready? Okay. Oh. You start. Three, two, one. Did you have a coffee before the show? Coffees are amazing, Carl. Are yeah. they really amazing? But did you actually have a coffee? I had a flat white. You had a flat white? Really? How long have you had flat whites for? For many, many years. Hey, Jack, are you wearing runners? These shoes aren't my best choice, but I'm wearing runners. Are, are you they a, white? Are you a Janna kind of guy? I can be. You can be? Are the runners white? <laughs> They're black. Are you sure? They can't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We're going to a break. It's so refreshing, Bianco, coming from my week in retail to hear music that isn't Christmas music. Yeah, I'm avoiding it where I can. Yeah, see, you live a privileged life where you don't have to listen to it all day, every day. No, I don't. And anyway, I got to work yesterday and I was walking through the centre and it appeared that a miracle happened. There was no Christmas songs? They decided to give us staff members a couple of hours without Christmas music because we were over it. It's funny you should say that. I was at a shopping centre the other day yeah. and they're doing one song after another. Yeah. So they go a normal song then they go a Christmas oh, song. See, that's okay. Yeah, I still don't really like see, it. See, ours is like all the centres I'm working at, it's all day every day plus certain stores that I'm working at, they have an additional PA system out the back which is also Christmas music so you cannot right. escape it. So I get into work and I walk in and I hear this. Oh, wrong thing. Sorry, you mean this. Then you know what happened? What? That song ended. And the first time, I was like, damn, that's a bop. But you know what happened? Got stuck in your head. No. What? Then they played it again. Oh, they played it again? Oh, that's tragic. Why would they do that for? We're going to Ibiza. Back to the island. And so then it finished at second. But then you wouldn't believe it. You know what happened after that song? Don't tell me they didn't realise, but they actually had it on repeat. We're going to Ibiza. Back to the island. Now, it wasn't just the fact that we can't travel overseas at the moment that upset me. It was the fact that was on loop for an hour and a half. My eye was twitching. When Mariah... But, but by the end of it, you were all like... 
Silence. I'm not kidding. When Mariah finally was put back on, I felt like doing an acceptance speech. I was so happy to hear her back. I never, ever want Mariah Carey to leave me ever again. It was the longest hour and a half of my entire life. I just, I can't even tell you. Great song, but if it's only that, and no one thought to tell them either, it was a long couple of hours. I'll put you out of your misery. Thank you. Look, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and bring the show down, but I've, I've got to bring back this. Oh, no. Sad news. Really, really sad news. The saddest of news. Look, I'm really questioning reality love TV shows even more than ever right now. Yeah, love is dead. Because just when I thought something as amazing as two sisters vying for love was too good to be true. We were planning a double wedding. It turns out it was too good to be true. We know what happened to Ali. Unfortunately, her significant no, other... I no, can't that remember. was Becky. Oh, sorry. We know what happened now to Becky. Spoilers. We don't know what happened to Ali, but we do now. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that Ali's fate was the same as Becky's. Yep. And she's posted it all over social media and had a bit of a cry. It's O-V-A-H, guys. O-V-A-H. Over. I, just, I can't anymore. I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. Osha, what are you doing? And to make matters worse, I've just heard news. Don't tell me. One of the shows we all look forward to at the start of the year, Married at First Sight, it's coming back. No! But not just that. It's coming back with an all-star edition. (laughs) Just when I thought that they'd be done with those people in the past, they have to bring him into the future again and make them relevant again. I don't know how many more times I can get stabbed through the chest like this. I can't do this. You know what I think is happening? What? This is all Osh's fault because he was stuck in quarantine. How dare you? He was stuck in quarantine. He wasn't there for this season. How dare you? How dare you bring the master Osh into this? No, I'm saying if Osh was there, he'd be able to help them and then we would have had a better success rate. I'm so sorry to say this, but... I didn't receive a rose. I'll pack my things and leave. You'll never receive a rose. Well, I hope yours has a lot of thoughts on it. Love and prayers to Ali. I thought you guys were strong, but you know, must say, pretty happy phrases back on the market. I've already caught too many thorns in my life. All I wanted is just a soft one. Soft, nice and soft flower. I want to receive that. And the day I do, my life will just be that much better. I want to know, Bayside. How far gone does something have to be that the term sorry for the delay will no longer cut it? When have you returned something so late that you just cannot say that anymore? So many times. Well, I don't know if you can beat this one, Bianco. A key that opened the door to an 11th century tower has appeared from an anonymous donor during the week, which indicated that this key was borrowed in 1973. (laughs) Now, this letter just arrived at this place, which is the English Heritage, and it read, Dear English Heritage, please find enclosed large key to said location, borrowed in 1973, return 2020. Sorry for the delay. Kind regards. 
So that's 47 years later. 47 years later. 47 years. Imagine someone for 47 years. And it's a huge key too. Like it's a difficult one to lose. Look, I'm going to take a punt here and I'm going to say that I reckon there's a fair chance they replaced it. Well, this is the best part, okay? If they haven't replaced that, that's impressive. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. Well, I would say if it's been 47 years, that tower may be even um, dirtier than your room. Wow, that's a real way to let a guy down like that. (laughs) Anyway, the identity of the anonymous sender remains a locked mystery, but the English Heritage has launched an appeal for them to come forward because they want to give them life membership because apparently they didn't have a spare key, Bianco, and this tower has been locked up for 47 years. Really? Imagine just casually saying sorry for the delay, and that delay being 47 years. Return the sender! Pretty much. Do you reckon someone's just like cleaned out someone's house and they're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to return that. Return the sender. Basically. Like, remember the days when Blockbuster was a thing and you would hire a VHS and you'd see it a month later and you're like, oh dear. Oh, you know, you've brought something up that I wanted to bring up in Carl's Community Corner, but I think I'll leave that for Monday. Good idea. Because there's been a lot happening in those groups. Yeah. Community groups. So much. And it involves exactly what you've just said. Yeah. Although I don't think it's been 47 years between delivering and parcels. It's just been a miscommunication. Miscommunication. It happens to the best of us. But yeah, I want to know, 0404 what was the latest that you returned something? It could be anything. It could be, uh, as I said, VHS. It could be a book from the library. It could be that top that you borrowed from a friend and said you'd get it back the weekend after. 10 years on, still got it. It happens. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Let and, us know. And to the worst of us. Hey, how do you meet men usually? Just a curiosity question. Is it in a dating sense? Yeah, like if you had to find a significant Mm -hmm. other, are you one to use apps? Do you go down to the supermarket and be like, he looks cute, I'm going to get his number? Or I don't know. Well, do you know the trick at the supermarket? What's that? Open a fridge? No, if you've got two bananas in your trolley, you're on. I'm not kidding. That's actually a thing. If you are a single person and you put two bananas yeah. in the kids' section, and I've heard if a man has two melons, his objective is obvious. Very, very. <laughs> but no, it's not the supermarket, Bianco. That is creepy. No, I'll, I'll tell you why I ask this. Why? Because a woman on the social media site that you are obsessed with, that I said I'd never TikTok. bring up again. Yeah, that one. I love it. She has decided that the apps aren't working for her. And she's gone to explore elsewhere. And by elsewhere, I'm talking about a particular, very well-known hardware store. Oh, I've got a lot of snag jokes I could bring up, but I'm not going to. She's gone exploring for some tools and some screws. Some hardware. And she doesn't know what she's going to find, but she's taken a punt. Okay, and how did that go? Well, so far, not well. Look, I mean, when you think about it, she's genius, because obviously she's into guys. Well... Yes, but it wouldn't be, wouldn't be a problem if she was in. in no, but what I'm saying though is that seems to be more of like you know the tradie get their supplies off they go. Well, the most amazing things happened. It's not that she's found love so far by trying oh, this. Well, I'm it's disappointed. The responses that she's been getting. But how do you go about this? This is what I want to know. Well, one person said, "Just open up your front bonnet of your car and stand there and just see what happens." <laughs> that was one way about going it, going about it. The other response was go between these times because this is the times you're likely to find the people that you're looking for. 
But wow. that required a lot. Like we're talking six to eight in the morning or six to nine at night. Mm. Very specific times. Because they're not going to be going there during the day. Sorry to make a yawn, Jack. So sorry that you had to yawn while we were having a chat here. I'm really sorry that we're boring you. I'm so glad no, you go, brought this up on air. Go ahead and have a nana in the orange room. Go ahead. He's putting a different kind of nana in his trolley. <laughs> I'd hate to know what he goes looking for when he goes out to the supermarket. But there you go. That's a very interesting approach. I want, it is. To, I want to follow this journey because if it works, I've got myself a great blueprint. Yeah, exactly. Hi, I'm just um, I'm looking at paint at the moment. Um, I just don't know which shade I want to go for. Well, <laughs> that's just, that's just taking it to a new level again. Different shades. What are you after? Are you after more tan colours or lighter or? Yeah, are we going more natural timber or are we going for more of like the shiny vinyl? I just want to know. That's a very good question. Mm. And then where's a good place for guys to go to when they're looking for a woman or a man? Yeah, that's a good question. That's what, that's the question I'm asking now. Because I, f- I love that we've gotten to a point where as a society we have so many options in terms of how to get a partner. Yes. But we're so done with all these options that we're going back to the old school way. One tip out there, confidence does help. That's all I'm going to say. This is Pitbull and Kesha Timber. Pitbull and Kesha, that is Timber. Really relevant to what we were talking about before, I thought. 100%. So, so good. Hey, it's been another show. It certainly has. Hey, also, we've really dropped the ball on the social um, responses to the amazing post producer Jack put up. We also had an amazing other request for an Olympic sport from programming manager himself, Colin Tyrus. What's that? Dog wrangling. Ooh, that sounds interesting. That's like an elite sport in itself. Like, if you're letting your dog just run around and you're trying to catch it... Like, that's a marathon. Well, it certainly is, yeah. Trying to catch mm. a dog in a situation like that, you've got to be really careful. Absolutely. But, hey, speaking of, it has been a marathon of a show. I'm still recovering from that little game. It was fun. I think we need to get, like, a proper leaderboard. Not because I'm at the top of it at the moment. I want the credit where it's due. But I think we need to keep this going. I think we should, but not every week. Not every week, Because it might get no. boring if we do it every yeah. week. Anyway, on that note, we should get out of here because GJ's on the way. Oh, no, he's in studio right now. He's warming up. He's doing his star jumps. He certainly is. He does that every week. I'm really impressed by how he warms up. Now he's getting naked and we're not playing naked sexual. So that is inappropriate, George. Inappropriate. I'm reporting you to HR and this will be your last show. I'm just kidding. No good. Anyway, we'll see you Monday morning bright and early both 7 to 9 a.m. Don't miss it. No, put in your calendar. Set your alarms now. Thank you. I mean, we know it is anyway, but... Yeah, you know, in case people are just tuning in. We will see you then. Have a wonderful weekend and enjoy the beautiful weather out there too. Absolutely. And we'll see you Monday. See ya. Take care. Bye. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.